0: Sources, inside sources, inside sources, where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, one of the most crucial conversations happening in the state of Utah tonight, of course, is Game Five. Uh, Between the Utah Jazz and the Los Angeles Clippers, uh, a lot of ups and downs along the way. First two games, Jazz dominate, uh, despite not having Mike Conley around. Uh, Games three and four in L.A., uh, not so much of anything. And then, of course, today we wake up uh, to news that uh, Kawhi Leonard will be out, at least for this game, maybe more. Uh, And then a a wild random uh, from Phoenix that uh, Chris Paul may be suffering from COVID-19. Uh, looking at the Twitterverse, uh, of course, Sarah Todd, great writer for the Deseret News, all things uh, NBA and jazz in particular. And uh, Sarah joins us on the line. And Sarah, I loved your tweet uh, talking about uh, the bandwagons. My my question of the day has been, should the jazz bandwagon wagon be equipped with airbags uh, for those who seem to be getting on and off depending on what's happening? You kind of called those people out on Twitter.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you you look at it from the Clippers' side, you know, if Clippers' fans had given up in that first-round series against the Mavericks, then, you know, they wouldn't have any fans left. I mean, (laughs) uh, none of those teams won a game on the road until the Clippers won that game seven. They were down 0-2 to the the Mavericks, and they came back, and now they're in the second round. So the Jazz winning two at home against a very good Clippers team with – you know, Kawhi Leonard a two time finals M V P, Paul George a seven time All Star and then losing two in LA on the road. And that's kinda how that's kinda how these things go in the playoffs. And so for people to be wanting to blow things up and trade every player on the jazz this is not the right time to be
0: doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not not to mention calling for Quinn Snyder's head, you know, after uh <laughs> after where we are. Uh and, and I just I love the fact that in your in your Twitter, uh in your tweet you said uh that none of you people are welcome to comment <laughs> because you gave up at least once or twice already. So you don't you you've lost your card to uh comment on Twitter.
1: Yeah, uh, two bad games and people are ready to to hand in their jazz fan cards, and I'm I'm here to revoke them.
0: <laughs> oh, good, that's good. I'm going to hold you to that, Sarah. That's a that that is a worthy cause. Uh, if we have to take that all the way to Washington D.C., we will, and because uh, I am, I'm, I'm like you. I'm tired of these bandwagon folks who, uh, again, the airbags might be the right thing because they're on, they're off, they're happy, they're sad. It's like just just stay with it. And uh, But I wanted to, I wanted to get, uh, Sarah, to some of the, the keys for tonight in terms of avoiding th- those swings of the bandwagon based on, you know, good news and bad news. Uh, what do the Jazz have to do tonight? Uh, we talked about this with Scott Mitchell earlier today, uh, this idea of be here now, of being present to the moment, and the Jazz not coming out flat, uh, knowing that Kawhi Leonard is not going to be on the other bench tonight. Yeah,
1: I mean, exactly as you said, you know, Kawhi Leonard um, being out with injury, for a lot of people, I mean, I can imagine for players that has to be very difficult when you see that this series is opened up a little bit. I mean, with Kawhi Leonard not playing, the Clippers are an easier team to beat. That's 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 not a hot take. That being said, the Clippers do have a lot of weapons, and the Jazz have been on the receiving end of guys like Reggie Jackson, Nicholas Batum, Luke Kennard getting hot in this series. And so to let your foot off the gas pedal just because Kawhi Leonard is out would be a huge mistake. And they want to be able to keep home court advantage. They worked all season to get the number one seed so that if they were put in this type of a situation and the series was tight, that they would have home court. And so this game five at Vivint tonight is the most important game so far in the playoffs because if they were to lose this one, the Clippers could close it out at home in L.A. on Friday, and that's not what the Jazz want to happen. So Kawhi being out, the way the Jazz need to look at that is like, okay, that's news, but we still have to come and play as if we're playing against a Kawhi Leonard-led team.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, And so from the Clippers' standpoint, as you look at their locker room, uh, is this a moment where the Clippers say, okay, all hands on deck, our backs are, you know, they can go all backs against the wall and all of that. And is this one of those moments where one of those, you know, eight, nine, ten 10 players uh, has a big breakout game, uh, you know, trying to get things done so they can uh, get Kawhi healthy and, and try to close it out at home?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that we've seen a team that has a star go down and they come out and they do something amazing because, like you said, their backs are against the wall. I mean, at this point, Kawhi is out. The expectations for the Clippers have completely plummeted, and so they've got nothing to lose. They might as well come out and just go down swinging, and if they swing hard enough, they might actually be able to pull out the win. I mean, they've got guys like like Terrence Mann who... Might be used a lot more, and that 's yeah. a wily athletic, unpredictable player that could have a really good night for this team
0: yeah, so so many different nuances there and as you as you look around the league sarah you've you've been covering the nBA for a long time and and understand all one how fragile. A championship run can be we've we've seen of course with the uh, the Nets having uh, having James Harden out and then suddenly you, you've got Kyrie Irving down with an ankle uh, but then you've got uh, you know someone stepping up big in in the next game and and uh, how do you see all that playing it's been a really interesting playoff so far uh, but how do you how do you gauge or how have you observed the kind of the roller coaster uh, of it all with the good bad and and ugly in the in the series
1: I mean, this whole, I mean, the last year and a half has been a roller coaster. I mean, not just in basketball, but in life. But if we're looking at, you know, basketball as the example, the NBA, the shortened schedule. And, you know, we've we've ended up to this point where the the players and the teams and the coaching staff and everybody involved were battling not just through a shortened, condensed, grueling season. They were also battling against COVID-19. And that battle's not over yet, as we see with Chris Paul now put into the health and safety protocols. We don't know whether or not that's because he has COVID-19. We don't know if he's one of the players that's been vaccinated, but we do know is that the son said that he's in the health and safety protocols. An update won't be provided until June 19th on him. Mm -hmm. And so there's a there's a possibility that Chris Paul might be missing the Western Conference Finals, and that could be a series that's against the Jazz. And there's a, there's so many trickle down effects, and you've got so many stars that have been hurt this year. The NBA is going to be and is already receiving a lot of criticism for the fact that a lot of the stars are injured, and that you know this season, and it could be because of that condensed schedule, especially as we see more soft soft tissue injuries and things like that. And so it's it's a really interesting microcosm of what could happen when you know the schedule is upended in the way that it has been at the same time you know you've got a lot of people saying that with all of the stars missing and with the way that the season played out that this the champion this season could end up having an asterisk next to it that's that's all I think fodder for good debate and talk right now but in the history books that's not the way that it works because you know 10 15 years from now somebody isn't going to look back at the 2021 champion and say oh that year everything was messed up and that that doesn't really count all they're going to say is that the you know x inter team name was the champion in 2021 that's all people are going to remember and it's not going to matter because You know, whether or not injuries and, you know, different things have been inflated this year, this kind of – it does happen every year. There's always something disappointing. There's always a big injury. There's always people saying that this isn't going to be a good championship. And, I mean, if we're being honest – That's never really the truth. It's always a good championship.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the only thing that matters is is where is that banner hanging? And uh, we're going to hope that we get to hang one of those here in downtown Salt Lake City. And uh, Sarah Todd, fantastic writer. You can always read her at Deseret.com. You can also follow her at, at NBA Sarah. Uh, get her uh, live tweets there. Always worth uh, taking in. And, uh, Sarah, you have been on this journey, uh, starting in Oklahoma a little over a year ago, uh, all the way to Game 5 tonight. Uh, we appreciate your reporting your insight, and uh, go Jazz tonight.
1: No problem. Thanks a lot.
0: All right. Again, that's Sarah Todd joining us. We're going to step aside for one last commercial break. Uh, again, if you're on that bandwagon, don't jump off. Airbags may deploy. Stick with it. Uh, the Jazz got a ways to go. I think they can get it done. Coming up next, we're going to talk about one of the most important speeches in our country's history. Find out which one it is. It happened on this day. Coming up next.
1: A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence.